Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. I believe it's going to be episode 91 by the time this comes out, and doing something a little bit different. Um, recently, our Spotify numbers came in, and I was like genuinely blown away by this year. Like we've we've done so much better in in listens for this year, and also sort of having more consistent uh, listeners like tuning in each week. So our average episode numbers are up, and we got a lot of ratings and stuff. So. It's been really, really good. But also on the on the flip of that, just me and who I am, I, I now automatically feel guilty that we've like missed another week and that we are very guilty of being like uh, not very scheduled in our release dates. So I'm making a commitment to myself that from now on, no matter what, you will have an episode on a Monday morning coming out, even if the episode is just me as it will be today talking by myself i've got no co-host no john no mckinley no friends no nothing i'm just all alone on a monday morning and i'm calling this like it's like a it's like a coffee have your monday morning coffee with reese that's the that's the style of this and basically what this is going to be is just an information um on sort of the news and entertainment and what's coming up what's released um and just giving you a little very short bit of pineapple theorying um on your monday morning so yeah, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and I'll let you know what's coming out. Um, but on that last note of the Spotify thing, again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. It really does mean a lot. Me and John started this, and I'm sure he'd say the same, just as a bit of a a bit of a laugh of something to do during COVID. Um, also, a way for us to stay in touch because obviously I live in Canada, John lives in Scotland. So, yeah, it's it's really cool that a lot of you actually listen and message us and let us know that you're enjoying it. And obviously, we now can see the stats to prove that you're actually listening. So yeah, thank you all to you so much. And enough of that soppy crap. I'm going to crack open a can of bubbly, which is sparkling water, which <laughs> isn't the most exciting thing. But again, it's, mon- it's Monday morning. So you know, just just sit back, grab a cup of coffee or whatever you've got, and we'll go through some news. But for you ASMR people here, have this. There you go. A little bit of the bubbly. I'm not going to press the sound button. I'm going to limit these Monday morning ones to next to no sound buttons. So that's going to be my New Year's resolution to you guys. Okay, right. Let's just jump in straight with the big ones. The big movies coming out in December. So this Monday that this episode will be coming out, let me think. It will be Monday the... Stalling for time while I look at my calendar. Monday the 5th. Okay, so as of Monday the 5th, this is talking about the rest of the movies coming out in December. The most anticipated movie coming out in December by far is Avatar The Way of Water. So this is the long-awaited, I think it's been, I want to say 13 years um, since the, uh, yeah, I've got it in front of me here. Yeah, 13 years since the original Avatar came out, which is crazy because I remember Avatar coming out. And I never actually went to see it in the cinema. I never, everyone said it was the best 3D movie ever. And sadly, I missed it. And honestly, I'm going to regret that forever. But I did see it, I think on, it was one of the first movies I ever saw on a Blu-ray disc. Because I thought that that would be super exciting to watch this visually epic movie on a Blu-ray. But yeah, it was 13 years ago. So wow, do I feel old now. But uh, the new one's coming out. So Avatar way... Um, The Way of Water. So I'll just read out this little spiel here. So it says, following up on the first film, The Way of Water catches up with Jake Sully, so our main character is back, now fully integrated into the Navi culture um, as he strives to keep his family safe when new troubles arise on the distant planet of Pandora. 
with much of the film taking place in the planet's oceans. The 3D, so it is coming out in 3D. Uh, the 3D promises to be spectacular, and if the film does well, Cameron has more installments ready to go. Now, it's funny, because James Cameron's the director, and he's, ever since the first one came out, he's talked about how there's, like, I don't know, something like four to, like, six different Avatar movies that he has, like, drawn up and planned, and obviously it's taken 13 years to get this one out. So, if he's saying that he's still got the, if this one does well, there's more to come. If it takes another 13 years, I'm fairly certain, I don't know how old he is, but... He's only going to be able to make like two more probably if it's 13 years every single time. Also, a fact on this movie that I heard about is um, that essentially for this movie, because of how long it's taken to film and how much, you know, tech has to go into these movies with the motion capturing and then the, uh, you know, the everything, CGI and effects that go into it and then the 3D aspect, it basically needs to be like the top I think it needs to be like it needs to beat like the third highest grossing movie of all time ever just to break even on cost that they've spent on making this movie. So let that sink in. It has to be the third greatest movie of all time, most selling movie of all time ever just to break even. And that's pretty crazy. So hopefully it's going to be bloody good. If not, you'll feel like a bit of a twat, I think. But hey ho. Um, yeah, so release date for that is going to be December 16th. Um, now, just it should be the same in the UK as it is here in Canada, but I'm just reading out sources that I have here, so maybe double-check if you're in the UK, but I'm fairly certain it would be the same. So December 16th, coming out in the cinema, and I'm definitely going to be seeing this one in 3D. McKinley's dad is one of his favorite movies of all time, is the original Avatar, so I'm sure we'll all be going to see it as a Christmassy fun thing. Next, speaking of Christmas, if... I have no I saw the trailer for this movie that I'm about to talk about and honestly I thought oh no for the for the for one reason. So the movie I'm talking about is called Violent Night. <laughs> Play on Silent Night, obviously. Um this movie is already out. It came out December 2nd, so you can go right away and, and watch this. Um but essentially it is if anyone's seen Stranger Things, the main police chief, a character called Jim Hopper, he is the main character in this, and I believe he's playing Santa. And I'm just gonna read out the spiel as this person has written it because I think it's it's the only way to describe it without me putting too much of an opinion on it. So this is what's written about the movie. So if blue aliens aren't your thing, talking about Avatar there, then maybe a bit of tongue-in-cheek action will do the trick. Stranger Things breakout star David Harbour stars in this holiday action comedy as Santa Claus, who drops in on a wealthy family's home as they are being held hostage by a bunch of fortune-seeking mercenaries and takes it upon himself to save the day. Just as Avatar came in first in all our social media polls, Violet Knight notched in a unanimous second-place finish. So the second most anticipated movie of December 2022 is Violent Knight. Um, the trailer is as bad as you think. I mean, it's got a line very reminiscent of like Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day where like during Predator where, you know, he'd have lines like knock, knock, you know, stuff like that. Just, just cheesiness, like stick around as he like stabs someone. Um, I believe Santa drops in and is talking to the kid and he's like, yeah, these guys, they're on the naughty list and you know, lines like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I imagine if you if you're with some family and you can have a bit of a laugh at a movie, this might be the one to to have a go at. But I would predict 
it's probably going to be a bad movie. And that makes me sad because David Harbour, again, the Stranger Things actor, is, I think, really good. So uh, it's, it's a shame to see him in this, but why not? Go get the money, you know, cash grab, whatever you want to do. But if you're up for a terrible Christmas action movie, I would think, you know, give it a watch. It's already out. Right. Sorry, if you hear a loud pause, it's because I'm having a breath and a sip of my a sip of my bubbly. So apologies for that. Maybe you could also have a sip of your coffee. You know, it's like we're drinking together. Great. Anyway, that was weird. Moving on. Babylon is the next one. December 23rd this comes out. So they're making you wait all the way to Christmas Eve Eve for this one. Um, honestly, I've never heard about this, so I'm just going to read this one out. But it's the third most anticipated movie of December. Um, the luster on writer-director Damien Chazelle's early... Oof, that's, a, that's a word. One, wonderkind, all right? Wunderkind status may have dimmed just a bit, and the early reactions to this latest film, Babylon, have been all over the place. But that doesn't mean people don't want to see it. The period Hollywood story takes place during the transition from the silent era to the talkies. And it's Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie... Oh, two star studs right there. Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie... Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, and Gene Smart, just to name a few. Okay, so I guess it's going from the silent era of movies, back like Charlie Chapman, where they didn't ever talk, they just sort of moved around, and that was movies, to the talkies. And it's going to be a movie about that time period. So that movie, to me, sounds boring as hell. But, you know, it's the third highest voted, anticipated, woo, it's coming out. Christmassy movie. I don't think it's Christmassy at all. But anyway, there's that one. This next one I have seen the trailer of, and this next one was getting a ton of buzz around sort of like early pre-releases and sort of at the film festivals. So, um, if you guys remember an actor called Brendan Fraser, and if the name might sound familiar, it's because back in the day, if you ever watched any of the Mummy movies. He was basically the main character, the Indiana Jones kind of guy in the Mummy movies. He was also George of the Jungle. Watch out for that tree if you ever watched that. So Brendan Fraser, he was like a huge actor. I think in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, and um, yeah, he just sort of, I think, got kind of shunned by critics eventually, fell into like deep depression, gained a lot of weight and, you know, struggled a lot. Anyway. This movie is like his comeback movie. So he's, yeah, as I say, he's had a lot of mental health issues and, and health issues. And now he's come back and he's done this movie. And it probably helps the fact that everything that went on in his real life is sort of going on in this movie, kind of like mirroring each other. But he's been getting like standing ovations and everyone's been interviewing saying that they, you know, loved him as a kid. For me, me and my brother used to watch like... Oh, this is we we got an iPod Touch for Christmas one year, and we lived in Cyprus at the time, so we we're flying back and forward from Scotland a lot. So we purchased an iTunes voucher and bought a movie each, um, and the, we ended up buying The Mummy One and The Mummy Two. Those were like our favorite movies, so we would always watch them on flights and stuff. Anyway, so this actor is now back, starring in the movie The Whale is what it's called. Uh, it's coming out um, limited release on December 9th, and then it'll probably trickle out thereafter. So December 9th is the first time, but limited normally means that it's in certain areas. It might just be like streaming or certain cinemas, um, and then it'll come out sort of more after that. But yeah, here's the little spiel. So uh, the whale has taken some flack for its controversial portrayal of obesity. 
but Brendan Fraser has earned all the accolades for his performances as the character in question. Fraser stars as a severely overweight teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged daughter, and despite the film's darker themes, fans are excited to see Frasier in a complex leading role, and it's fair to expect some awards are um, going to go his way. So yeah, it's obviously it's going to be a bit of an emotional sort of roller coaster ride, I imagine. It's more to do with like relationships and self-worth and you know your self-appearance and how that makes you feel, mental health stuff. But I imagine this to be really quite good. Not necessarily the Christmas happy-go-lucky movie. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've not seen it. But I will for sure be watching that one. So then once again, that's The Whale coming out. Limited uh, release on December 9th, uh, starring Brendan Fraser. So, well worth a watch. Okay, number four. Hang on. Let me have some bublet. Lovely. Um... The next one is controversial, and honestly, I'm going to take a beat here to really try and think through this, because I still don't know where I land, and what I'm talking about is Will Smith. <sighs> I think when this came out, me and John had a bit of a conversation about that. I might even be on a podcast, to be honest. Half of our conversations are recorded now, so I, I never know what is <laughs> down forever and what's gone to the wind, but... um. Yeah, we, we, we just spoke about the Will Smith thing, and I've obviously spoken about it a lot, and it was like, I'm talking about Will Smith at the Oscars having the big slap on Chris Rock and everything all around that, and my main takeaway is that I'm really still quite upset about it, just because I always put Will Smith on such a high pedestal, and that in itself is somewhat unfair, because, you know, everyone has their weak moments, and everyone, no one's perfect, and, and I get all of that, but let's be honest, like, you don't you don't slap someone in front of a room full of people. Like you really just don't do that. Um, and it's very, very disrespectful and hurtful. And it's, it's, it's a lot of bad. And I really felt like Will Smith was, was more than that. Anyway, he took a long hiatus. Welcome to MTV Gossip, by the way. Um, he took a long hiatus from the public light. And then he sort of released this I'm sorry video on um, his YouTube channel. And he went through, you know, all the media sort of reacting to him apologizing. He said that he's tried to reach out to Chris to apologize, but Chris isn't, you know, isn't going to talk to him at this point, And hopefully he will at some point and all this sort of stuff. So anyway, he's apologized. And I am a fan of sort of letting people apologize. And then, you know, it's still up to the people to accept the apology or not. But then like, yeah, you should definitely be able to move on. And as I said, this is his first big hiccup that I've ever seen. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would give this film my money, put it that way. Uh, but I believe it's releasing on Apple TV. And the movie that I'm talking about, because I should have, should have said it at the start, and I'm sorry for the, the big long drag there, but this is Will Smith's movie, Emancipation, which is one hell of a bagpiping tune. And that's a very nerdy thing for me to say. But if you've never heard Emancipation and played on the bagpipes, it's sick. Anyway, <laughs> the, the movie is releasing... Uh, limited on Apple TV on December 2nd, so it's already out. Um, and let's read this little spiel. So it says, The first four films on this month's list dominated most of our social media polls, leaving the remaining few... Anyway, Will Smith stars as Peter, the escaped slave, whose dramatic 1863 photo depicting the scars on his back from multiple whippings helped to invigorate the ab ablon Sorry, people. Abolinist. Ab ab I can't say this word. Ab 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 movement. 
I really cannot say that word. I'm looking at it and I, I have no idea how it is. But anyway, the uh, yeah, the film <laughs> tells his story chronicling his escape and his journey to reach the north. The film opens in theaters in limited release before hitting Apple TV a week later. Oh, okay, right. So it's limited release in cinemas from December 2nd and then December 9th on Apple TV. So, yeah. So a slave movie, which obviously is going to have a lot of importance and, you know, should never be downplayed. It's just unfortunate that, yeah, you know, everything that happened with Will at the Oscars it can't really be ignored i don't think so there we have it your top five movies coming out for december what to watch so once again we have avatar the way of the water coming out december 16th we have violent night coming out december 2nd so it's already out we have babylon coming out december 23rd we have the whale coming out limited release on december 9th we have emancipation out right now but coming to apple tv on december 9th Next, we're going to rock on roll all the way through to Disney Plus because I think a lot of our audience have Disney Plus. Um, it's a lot of the content that we sort of talk about is Marvel, Star Wars, sort of, you know, Disney, sort of fun, lighthearted, sort of those kind of movies. So I'm going to go through the Disney Plus releases because I'm predicting that most of you have Disney Plus. Some of the bubbly going down again. All right, what do we have? First thing, I'm not going to announce everything that's been released, just ones that sort of stick out to me. And the first one that I want to talk about is called, I believe, Willow. Uh, yes, here we go, Willow. Okay, so this is already out right now, season one. And currently it has two episodes available, so I believe they're going to be releasing every single week. But let me just find the... Give me the bloody description about what this move, what this thing is. No, it's not. Great. All right, everybody, hang on. We're going to do some quick Googling. Willow TV show. Because I really want to talk about this. I believe it's directed by... Um, sorry, not directed, but it's been thought up by... Uh, uh, what's his face? George Lucas and his crew. So, yeah. All right. It says, 20 years after vanquishing the Wicked Queen, uh, the Sorcerer Willow uh, leads a group of misfits on a dangerous rescue mission into the unknown. Okay, that was the most bland description ever. Either way, Lucasfilm are behind this, so that automatically makes me think it's going to be good because I trust Lucasfilm with my life. And the vibe of it is like very Lord of the Rings looking. Like very Lord of the Rings looking. And... I just I just feel like my two favorite things are kind of coming together in Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and mixing into this TV show. So I'm super excited to give this a watch. It has a lot of cast that you would have seen before in like Star Wars movies. Um, and yeah, it's very, very nerdy. It's very, very fantasy sort of looking. But I think it's going to be definitely worth a watch especially over the christmas period i always get super like nostalgic for sort of like fantasy sort of stuff around uh christmas it's like star wars lord of the rings i end up going through them all um so yeah tv show released it's out now episode uh, a week at a time and it looks great so willow there you go that one's a good one next one we need to talk about is the guardians of the galaxy holiday special um now, I had no idea that this was coming out. I actually heard about it on a podcast the other day. So it's out right now. 
you can stream it on Disney Plus. And yeah, it's called the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And I believe, here's the synopsis. So on a mission to make Christmas unforgettable for Peter Quill, the Guardians head to Earth in search of the perfect present. You know, once again, very short description. But from what I've heard, it's essentially a short movie. Uh, I don't know if this will tell me the... Oh, it's 45 minutes. Okay, yeah. So a short movie definitely didn't have the budget of like a standard sort of Guardians of the Galaxy movie. However, I believe they filmed a lot of this whilst they were filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So it's in parts going to be quite big budget and then in other parts it'll look quite small. And if they're going to the Earth, then obviously that's cheaper filming than sort of alien space worlds and all that. But I think it'll be a fun laugh. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy always got quite heavy into the comedy side of things. So be cool to see. So that's out now. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Go check it out if you want. Next, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, we've got Andor, I believe, is wrapping up. And I'm not going to say another word on that because I'm doing a whole dedicated, real deep dive. It's probably going to be like two, three hours long. Hopefully not. But I'm going to do a whole dedicated episode to Andor as a TV series. Um, yeah, so I don't really want to talk about it right now. But it's still, you know, it's out. Go watch it. And that's all I'll say. Next, we have Avatar is actually coming out onto Disney Plus. So it's going to be available as of the date, which I am stalling to try and find. It's already on. Oh, great. Okay. It's already on. Avatar is already on. You can already go and watch that if you want. It's on Disney Plus now. Anyway, that's enough of the Disney Plus stuff. As I say, um, Andor will be doing a whole special thing on. I also will be doing a whole special thing on the Lord of the Rings TV series show. And depending on how Willow goes, and if I can get John convinced to, to watch it as well, we might take that as a series because I think that that would be really fun. Just a whole new world, really. And if it takes off well, there'll definitely be more. And then there's a, tons of content to go around on that. I'm excited for something more because... Whenever you watch like something Star Wars or Marvel or you know Lord of the Rings or anything, you're you're always tied to the expectation of sort of what you've seen before and what you expect it to be. Um, so this show Willow just really, I hope it's I hope it's good, but also I don't really have any expectation for what it should be. So it could be fun to do it as a review. Anyway, that's that. Next, we're moving on to the very last thing that I'm going to talk about, which is to do with games. And then we'll wrap up this Monday morning quick little episode and you will hopefully have finished your coffee and you'll have a great day. All right, Game Awards. That's what I want to talk about. So the Game Awards show is coming out on, they're going to be doing it on December the 8th. Um, and unfortunately, I would love to give you a deeper dive into the Game Awards, but I literally haven't played a single one of the top games that are up for the game of the year. The nominees, that's the word. I haven't played a single game, but I'll let you know who they are. And, you know, that's that. And if you've played any of them, great. Message in. Let me know which one I should definitely play. Which one do you think is going to win? I think it's between two. But anyway, here are your nominees. So we have A Plague Tale Requiem. So A Plague Tale, I have played some of the previous Plague Tales, I haven't played this specific one, but I've always enjoyed them. It's essentially one of these like choose your own adventure sort of video games. So the first one I played was the, A Night on the Meridian or something. It was like a haunted ghost ship that you were on and then 
you get to make decisions along the way. So it's like, will you go left or will you go right? And it's about your relationships with the characters and who can stay alive and can you discover the mystery and escape and all that sort of stuff. It's very, very fun. So yeah, Plague Tale Requiem, that's the latest one. That's up for an award. Elden Ring, essentially the, the new Lord of the Ringsy, Dark Soulsy kind of game. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, game called Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, as far as I'm aware, it's only really between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. Those are the two that everyone seems to be talking about nonstop. As to which one will win, find out December 8th. And that's it. All right, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, again, it's a shorter episode, but it's just, you know, just your Monday morning bit of pineapple theorying. Ideally, I'll, we'll have John on in the future for a quick 20-minute batch out. But if not, if it's just me or if it's just him, we're just giving you the news and entertainment and what's going on. Anyway, have an amazing day. Again, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a rating and review. And... Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at pineapple theory underscore podcast. I've been your host for the day, Reese. Hope you have an amazing Monday. We'll see you fucking later. You stay classy, San Diego. Goodbye, everyone.